to my therapist said your favorite podcast <laughs> thank you for joining us again um if you're new my name is carla i'm lola and this is our podcast where we talk about our daily lives with a maybe a little psychotherapeutic spin <laughs> and um yeah thanks for tuning in again if you have any questions that you want us to answer please send them in um send it to either of us we'll be super grateful yeah and for today's episode we thought about something a bit different so until now we always had like a topic and then we went off that and today we kind of thought it would just be fun to for you to like hear some really random stories maybe to get to know us a bit better yeah so you know when you're at a party Carla mentioned this before. I think it's really a funny way to introduce this. When you're at a party, you have those like few stories that are always your party stories. Exactly. When you're in a crowd that maybe you don't know very well and people start telling anecdotes and you have to have like some stories on mind that you tell and they like make people laugh or cry or whatever. Or but really uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. <laughs> But then that's your thing. You know, you told that story and that's your party story. So yes. I was asking Lola, what is your party story? So let's start with that. Lola, you're at a raving <laughs> party. It's crazy. And for some reason, you're in the corner telling stories. So I, <laughs> what's your story? I'm always the wise woman in the corner sharing her, her life and her wisdom. Um, I thought of a few and I was really like laughing earlier because I was thinking about like the stories that I choose to tell mm. and I think they make people really uncomfortable sometimes but for me it's just those things that happen to you but you even if you tell it a million times like it's still yeah so funny to think about that that actually happened yeah okay I'll tell my first one sure I was a vibrant young woman <laughs> in New York and I befriended this man who was way older than me but I just thought he was super interesting and he had like access to all these events mm -hmm. and he would always bring me. I thought we were just friends. We always had such a good time together and he was kind of like a mentor in a way I just looked up to him thought he was really interesting mm -hmm. um, his wife was a celebrity I won't say who <laughs> but yeah um, one night I was at a bar with a friend of mine and we were hanging out and he texted me and he asked what we were up to and I, I told him we're at this bar in Williamsburg wasn't really his scene mm. but he said okay I'll come by so he comes by, I drink one beer, and that's pretty much the end of the night. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. The next day, I wake up in my bed, and I'm surrounded by lit candles. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm horrified, because the first thing that comes into my mind is if I moved even like an inch yeah. I would have caught on fire. And I'm super confused. I had a roommate back then. And I was kind of embarrassed because I had no idea what happened the night before. 
And then my roommate comes over to me and she's also really freaked out. And she asks me, um, who was that man that was here last night? And did you guys have a seance? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I mean, I heard some weird stuff going on in the room and I thought you were having some kind of a ritual or something. And then I saw like, cause our doors had, there were glass, but kind of like this foggy glass Mm -hmm. where you can't see through. She was like, yeah, I saw that you like something was on fire and I didn't want to intrude or, you know, disturb you, but I'm so confused what happened. And I had no idea what happened, but I guess this guy roofied me and then I unknowingly participated in some weird ritual. But the funny part is that the next day I spoke to my friend who was with me and she had like her own night that was just this extremely random night and she told me, that she met these guys at the bar and she was kind of interested in both of them and somehow she went to their house and I don't know if she was also on something because we really had one beer each but she said that she somehow tried to have a threesome with them that they were both so freaked out and basically like kicked her out yeah and yeah that, that's the story it was just so random and we always think about this and think about like there's so much missing yeah there's so much missing information but it's just so weird it is so weird and also now it's weird but back then it must have been really scary you know like that's it was, if you wake up in that moment like yeah it was horrifying but somehow i know it should have been a lesson you know like don't <laughs> hang out with older men who you don't know and don't let them get you drinks but it was just so hilarious because it was so weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is crazy so i think my reaction would be like what the fuck you know I, I don't think i would be laughing at the story i don't think i would I'm, i can see you being like ah it was so funny and i would just be like this girl is fucked like <laughs> yeah so i can see now what you mean when you say you tell these stories that like make people yes, uncomfortable yes. I, I can also see how it could make someone feel uncomfortable yeah. but i think my appeal yeah. in the story is that i love things that are just so bizarre yeah of course that you can't explain yeah and it always makes things easier when you can laugh about it nice yeah in a very therapeutic sense i'm just saying thank you for sharing <laughs> okay so now i will tell one of my party stories um which happened with one of my closest friends and we went out to a club um this is a while ago and we left the club at like i want to say 3 a.m to get some food outside the club there's like a hot dog place or whatever and there there were a lot of um rickshaw drivers 
like those in German, it's called a Faxi, like a Fahrrad Taxi, like those guys that like bike you around. And we sat there and we asked this one guy if we could just like sit in his Faxi, in his rickshaw. And he was like, yeah, sure. So we sat there and had food and we started chatting with this dude who was like pretty young. He was also, also like mid or end 20s. And we talked to him about him driving around, blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, yeah, can you like drive us somewhere? Like just for fun, just a few hundred meters. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then as we drive, um, we're like, where have you always wanted to go with this bike? And he's like, honestly, I've always wanted to drive up Kahlenberg. <laughs> Now, if you're in Vienna, you know what Kahlenberg is. If you're not in Vienna, Kahlenberg is like a little, it's like a very small mountain. It's like 450 meter high. And it's like on the outskirts of Vienna. And it's the place where you basically go with your family on Sundays, maybe for a nice walk. And there's a bus that goes up. Um, and you drive up with your car maybe like 10 minutes, but to bike up that place, shit, like that's, that's really, that's a tough one. Anyway, and this guy's like, yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to go up there. And we, of course, extremely drunk, we were like, are you serious? Let's go. And he goes, okay, let's go. And he starts pedaling like a crazy person. And we were just sitting back there eating like our falafel. <laughs> And he bikes and he's having a blast, you know, he's just talking and we're like having a good time. And then we drive and drive and drive. And after like 20 minutes, he's like, so are we close? <laughs> and we are like, what? Like, do you know where Kallenberg is? Because it's quite a drive there. And then you get to the bottom of it and then you have to drive up. And he's like, no, I've never, I have no idea where it is. And we're like, oh my God. We're like, dude, it's definitely going to take us like <laughs> three hours to drive up with a bike. And he was so ambitious. And he was like, okay, it's fine. We will go. We will go. And then we drove for another like 40 minutes. And at some point he was like, um, I'm sorry, can someone else like bike? <laughs> so we started to switch the three of us and we made our way to the bottom of the, the mountain And it was like five in the morning and the guy was sweating so hard. And he was like, hey guys, I'm really sorry. I don't think I can make it. And we were really relieved because he had been so ambitious. You know, we were like, okay, no, it's fine. His name was Omar. <laughs> I remember we were like, Omar, please, it's fine. Let's, you know, it's fine. Let's leave it at that. And he was like, no, but seriously, okay, let's do it another time. We will go up all the way. It's going to be great. And we're like, yeah, yeah, sure. But now it's time to go home. And he was so disappointed. Oh, no. But the funny thing is then um, we biked back. <laughs> and I jumped off because I lived quite close in that area at that time. And my friend biked him back to the place where we like met him. Like she biked back. Oh, my God. And the next day she said it was so funny because they like had some smokes. They just chatted and like got to know each other. And she asked him like, what do you want to do like in your life? Like, yeah. you know, what do you do? And he didn't want to tell her. And then she was like, no, seriously, like you can tell me. I swear I won't love or some love or something. And he was like, 
okay, okay. I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> and she was like, okay, but like doing what? And he was like, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> it was so random. And um, since then, every time we see those guys driving, we wish it were him. Oh, did you ever see him again? No, never saw him no. again. And just the other day, I was thinking, I don't know if I would recognize him, but I think I would. And I would be like, dude, that was, we shared an epic night. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It was really funny. I think it's funnier if you're in Vienna and you can kind of know yeah. where those places are and stuff. But I definitely think that's my thing about party stories. I always tell stories that truly were so fucking hilarious in that moment. Yeah. But while I retell them, I'm kind of realizing that they don't sound as funny. You know what I mean? That's true. And I think it's almost more fun telling it. Yeah. <laughs> than the people who have to listen. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's my party story number one. Okay. Which is quite cute and innocent. That's a really nice one. Yeah. So my second party story. The party's progressing. People are more party's drunk. Party's getting crazy. You gotta you know, step up your game. You gotta think of something else to talk about. Yeah, people gotta, wanna dance, but you wanna keep them in the corner talking to you. <laughs> gotta keep it fresh, keep everyone on their toes. Um, so another party story I have is I was with a friend in New York and we were at a bar and my friend is quite a marijuana smoker and she was really frustrated because we didn't have anything and she really wanted to find something. I, of course, like didn't really care because I didn't need any, but like I'm always up for a mission. <laughs> so we were with a third friend who was a guy who was a bit older than us. And we were telling him, like, we're, we're going to find it. We're going to ask somebody at this bar. And he was already very kind of creeped out because he was just like, you know, this crowd is really weird and I don't think you should ask anybody here. It could be dangerous. Guys, stop. Then we, I think we were even just talking about it and somebody heard us. And then he comes up to us and he's like, oh, are you guys looking for something? I could help you with that. And we were both like, yes, yes, we are. And our third friend who was with us, who from the beginning said, this is stupid, please stop. He at that moment was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to be part of this and I'm just going to go home. And we were like, okay, whatever, go. And we were both like very invested so this guy told us um i do have weed but you would probably have to come with me to my place and we would get it on the way and we were both super drunk and we were both like yeah whatever sure so <laughs> we leave the bar and we thought it was just one guy but then we go outside and it's like him and four other dudes and we were like okay this is kind of weird but it's okay let's not be close-minded mm. so we all like squish into this car and we probably should have asked where his uh, apartment was because it was in east new york which is really far and it's a pretty dangerous neighborhood 
So we're on the way to his place and he's like, okay, I'm going to get the weed. We have to stop here, but just like keep your head down so no one can see you. Uh And we were like, what? And I listened, I put my head down and, but my friend was so drunk that she kept sticking her head up and she was like, what's going on? What are we doing? Why should I put my head down? And I guess they were buying weed and something went wrong. And all of a sudden this guy gets a gun out. (laughs) And then I just grab my friend's head and I put it like as low as possible. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. And I'm terrified. And then she puts her head down. It's okay. Everything gets resolved. But then this is the the point where I'm getting a little bit anxious. (laughs) So quite fair to be a bit anxious. And then I started kind of freaking out inside. And I was like, where are we going? Who are these people? And we finally get to this guy's apartment. It's some shithole. And we're sitting there. And we keep saying to them, yeah, you know, it's late. I think we should go. But they keep responding in this very calm way. And they keep being like, no, no, that's that's not going to happen. And then we're me and my friend are looking at each other and we're like panicking. And we keep trying to get out of there, but they keep saying no. And then finally like this one thing works I'm like oh you know what my friend doesn't look so good I think she's gonna throw up and all of them were like no no not here please don't do that here and I'm just like yeah you know we're just gonna step outside for a second and then when she's done we'll come back up and I think they were just so disgusted by that (laughs) they agreed so we go downstairs and both of us like no communication at all we have no idea where we are we just run (laughs) and after like I don't know 30 minutes of running we both stopped and we were like okay how the fuck do we get home (laughs) and I actually don't remember what happened after that but that was a pretty weird situation and I still think it's crazy it is fucking crazy and it just (laughs) and it just shows how dumb we were yeah but also I think it's quite interesting when you tell stories I guess that's also a story you've told many times mm-hmm. and the more and more you tell a story also the, the the more it loses kind of its yeah its big effect you know in the first instance I'm sure you're like it was so crazy and then after a while you just retell it and you retell it and you're like yeah that's happened <laughs> you know yeah and it's like it's it's so insane like the story itself but I feel like also when you like pass a certain age, mm. it also loses its appeal. Yeah. Because now we're kind of smarter and we're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, true. that was just yeah. stupid. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. But I think at the time it was like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell my second party story, which I think is a fucking hilarious one. Um, and Lola, you were actually there when this happened. So this is just an incident that happened, which I thought was so weird. <laughs> so last year, a bit more than a year ago, Lola, another friend of ours and me went to Tel Aviv. I think we've mentioned this like in the first episode of our podcast when it was still called Tubi Talks. Yes. 
We were in Tel Aviv for one week getting shit-faced every single night. We also we also did some sightseeing though and like culture little little, little culture stuff. Like one hour a day. <laughs> But um we just had a really good time. Anyway, so we went to this club like three times because we loved it so much. <laughs> it was like a bar, a club, whatever. And shout out to Kulialma. Sh- shout out to Kulialma. <laughs> Great times. Um, Love you. And One night was just fucking epic and just so much random shit happened. And basically, we were just sitting, talking to a lot of people and there were a lot of guys around us and um, we felt great. <laughs> we're sitting, chatting, and Lola and the other friend are talking to some guys on this at this table and there's this guy next to me who like starts talking to me and he's nice, but he was a bit random and he just started rambling without a break and asks me all these um things whatever i start talking to him explain to him where we're from what we're doing here da 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 at this point i'm extremely drunk um so when he says um oh you know what do you study i tell him and then he's like oh are you a good student and i'm like Yeah, yeah. I I guess I'm a yeah, I'm a pretty good student. And he's like, "Oh, like you read a lot." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I I guess I read a lot." And then he's like, "Oh, but I bet at home you're a naughty girl." And I was like taking a sip from my drink and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "I bet at home you wear those stockings and you walk around and you're like, "Yeah, daddy. Yeah, daddy." I'm not fucking kidding. And I turned to him and I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And he wouldn't stop. He was really into it. And he was like, "Just admit it. Just admit it. You're that person who's like, "Yeah, daddy. Yeah, daddy." And I turned to Lola and our other friend and I like want them to hear what's going on because I couldn't believe it. But they're really deep in some other conversation. So this guy next to me keeps going about, "Yeah, daddy. Yeah, daddy. Admit it. You wear the stockings. Admit it. You wear the stockings." Oh and God, like, "What add. stockings are you talking about? I don't have fucking stockings." When I add what was happening with us, it's going to be so funny. Yeah. And I just kind of laughed and was freaked out and I guess after a while but after like a good while i'm talking like a minute or two he realized that doesn't find you know he he can't he doesn't come far with me in that aspect um and then i turned to lola and our other friend and they had started talking about how the three of us are a couple uh, wait, wait. a thruple so i was wearing like a ring on my wedding ring finger And this guy was like, "Hey, whatever, I'm really into you." And then he was like, "Oh, no, are you married?" And then I was like, "Well, kind of. Like this is my girlfriend." And I was talking about our other friend. And he was right away like, "Oh, okay, I'm so sorry." But then he was like, "You know, that's such a shame. I really would have liked to whatever." And then he was like, "So who was that?" pointing to me <laughs> and then we basically explained to him that we just recently introduced a third into <laughs> our relationship to spice things up but we've kind of been struggling 
because there's a lot of jealousy going on and she's kind of angry at us right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of drama. And that's why we kind of also took that trip to Tel Aviv to like regroup and like resettle as the thruple. <laughs> also until that night, I didn't know that term that like a thruple. <laughs> Is that actually a term or did you yeah. make that up? No, it's really okay. a thing. And this guy really believed it. And they he really all believed and, it. And they were also like very empathetic. And very interested. They asked very us about interested. how it works. How does it work? Do you guys all get along? Are you on the same level? Do we live together? And we were just like really into this story. And somehow we pretended to have a fight and you threw a drink at me. But I don't remember why. That's true. <laughs> I remember why. Because, you know, when you're drunk and you just get really into a story. Yes. And we, yeah, as you said before, we were really into it. And then I think our other friend also started, I said something and our other friend was like, Carla, why would you bring that up again? I yes. thought we were here on vacation <laughs> to yeah. like settle, like calm down everyone. And then we just started to like pretend fighting. Yes. And at some point I took my drink and I threw it in at Lola. So her, she was completely wet and I was like, fuck you. This is it. This is the last straw. And then I think Sasha and oops, <laughs> whatever. Sasha and I, everyone knows that we went together. Um, yeah, it's true. <laughs> our friend Sasha. And then I think in in the end, after you threw the drink at me, Sasha and I were like, "That's it. We're leaving. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> we're all going home." It was kind of almost like we had a little stage play, and we're like, also because it was already really late, and I think we actually had yeah, already planned really to really to leave, so we left it at that. So that was a really, that really, was really fun. Yeah. Also, I have to admit that night from that night on, I was known as the snake in the group because I did a really snaky thing where our friend Sasha was really hitting hard on this guy in the bar all night. And she was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And she, blah, blah, blah. No, she was like, guys, he's so into me. Yeah, she was very convinced he was into her. And also, to be fair, he seemed like he really was into her. Mm hmm. And then at some point, late in the night, he came up to me and he like tried to kiss me. And I was like, what? Like, wh I thought you were into my... Oh my God, come on. No, no. I, I really asked him. I was like, hold on. I thought you were really into my friend. Okay. And he was like, no, I pretended because I'm into you. But this did not make any sense because literally he hadn't talked to me one word all night. And me being a real snake, I was like, oh, cool. And I like made out with him, which is also like, I'm not fucking 15 anymore, you know? Yeah, that was fun. And then and I, I admitted it to her, but she was, <laughs> she was like, what? And since then, I'm a snake. And I'm the married one. And Lola was basically married for a night. I was basically married for a night. I met this guy and we instantly turned into like a i don't know 80 year old couple yeah yeah <laughs> literally lola we were in this club for probably eight hours <laughs> and lola was standing in a corner with the sky for eight hours yes yeah. talking talking having a blast like no physical nothing contact physical. and the funny thing is and then when we left he came with us to the taxi. Oh, yeah. And he tried to kiss me. And he tried time. to kiss Lola. And she was like, no, which. And then you were like, I cannot believe that he tried that. And we were like, well, of course. Like, you just spent eight hours talking to him. I thought we just bonded. <laughs> <laughs> so naive. So Tel Aviv was great. Yeah, it was amazing. So as the last story 
of this uh, week's podcast, I want to tell a really random thing that happened to Lola and I uh, during quarantine. Yes. So our favorite quarantine story, Lola. So Will I'll you do just, the honors? I'll just give like the leading up yeah. stuff. Okay. So I met this guy on Tinder. Back in the Tinder dating Back in days. The day when I did that. And um, we hung out like once very briefly, but I didn't really know who he was because it was like super short. Yeah. And also, sorry, may I just add, this was like in that phase where quarantine ended and kind of like fizzled out and you were okay to meet people again, but people were also not really sure, blah, blah, blah. And you met this guy because also you live alone and you hadn't had any contact with anyone for a while. Yes. Um, so yeah, I saw this guy once. It was okay. Really didn't know who he was or anything about him. But then one night I randomly was like bored at home and invited him over. And he was like, yeah, sure. I'll come over. And he came over and then he, he like literally came and Carla texted me that she was bored. Yeah. And then I innocently thought, okay, well, we can all hang out. Why not? Yeah. So I I go to the guy and I, I didn't say this in the best way possible, but I basically told him like, oh, my friend is going to join us. Do you mind? And he said, oh, no, I guess, I guess it's okay. Yeah. And so from my perspective, it was like a nice whatever Saturday and it was like late afternoon. I was chilling at home, really bored and Lola lived quite close. So I was like, hey, what are you up to? And you're like, nothing. You want to come by? And I said, yeah, sure. And then you said, oh, by the way, there is a guy here from Tinder. And I thought that was really weird. And I was like, then I don't think I will come over. And she's like, no, no, he's been here for a few hours. It's fine. It's like it's okay, please come by. Let's just all hang out. And I was like, okay, cool. I yeah. was thinking like it could be just fun. Yeah, and I was thinking the same. I was like, that's random. Like no one has seen people in like weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to be fun to meet like this random person. Yeah. So I went to Lola's. I come in. I meet this guy. And we just all hang out, had some wine, talked. He turned out to be a bit weird. Like yeah, he the was, conversation wasn't great. He was the, very into conspiracy so, theories. So in the beginning, it was just nothing exciting. It was a bit boring. And I think we had a good time. We laughed. But he kind of just didn't get our vibe at all. And he started talking about conspiracy theories and really did start talking about Bill Gates and how Bill Gates is behind Corona and all that. And we thought that was hilarious. But I remember then I said a joke about it. And he looked at me and he's like, can you please not make fun of me? And I was like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> this is some sensitive territory. Also, like his mood was very weird. Like he was just like in a bad mood and he was very quiet and didn't yeah. laugh at anything. And I think we were both just confused why he stayed. And we because were, we were obviously yeah. getting tipsy, laughing a lot, playing some really stupid music. So I also put on country music. And yeah. then I started dancing. And as a joke, I said, this is my seduction music. And it was like really bad country. <laughs> and yeah, it was just really funny. So this whole time, the two of us are completely oblivious. Yeah. And then after like an hour of this, 
I go to the toilet. And this is like from my view. I came out of the bathroom and I hear Lola telling him, ask Carla. And I'm like, asking you what? And he asks me, but I couldn't acoustically hear it. So I say like, what? Sorry, can you repeat it? And he's like, so do you want to fuck with us? And I was so confused. <laughs> I was so fucking confused. And I think I just went like, what? And he was like, do you want to fuck with us? And he was so casual about it. And I, I look at you and Lola and in that moment, so awkwardly, just like takes a sip of her drink, obviously really enjoying this, my so reaction. I kind, of, I kind of set this up because he asked me when she was in the bathroom. What did he ask you exactly? The same. Oh, <laughs> like, does she want to fuck with us? And at first I was like, fuck with us. What does that mean? And, and I right away was like, no. Yeah. But then he was like, still trying. Yeah. He was like, you sure? Yeah. Why not? And then I was just like, okay, ask her. <laughs> not that I was willing to do it, but I just knew that yeah. she would die. And you also knew my reaction would be really funny yeah. to see probably. So I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, do you want to fuck with us? And then I was really like, I felt so on the spot and I was just like laughing and I was like, um, no, no. <laughs> Thanks. And, and then, he was like, okay. And then it was like quiet. And then Lola and I kind of started to, I guess, justify it. And you were also like, yeah, I don't think it would be good for our friendship. And no, I was so like, then he's like, why? And I was like, I don't think we would survive that. I yeah. don't think our friendship could survive that. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, okay. And then it was like quiet, like really awkwardly quiet with, remember, country music playing yeah. in the background. We both really wanted him to leave. We both really wanted him to leave. And then like after, I'd say, five minutes of it being super awkward, he was like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> and we were both like, okay. And then for me, that's the most crucial part of the story for some reason. He's like, okay, I'm going to get my shoes. Oh my he goes um, to the door and comes back with fucking rollerblades. And I'm not talking some hipster rollerblade shit, whatever. No, like the really big, like bulk, bulky ones. And he comes back and he, they had like a heaps of laces and stuff. And he starts tying them. And it, it was super quiet, country music playing. Lola and I trying to hold back our laughter. And then he stands up like super wobbly. And he's just like... Okay, bye, guys. And, and he, he, like, rolls no. out. And he lights a cigarette oh, yeah, and rolls out. <laughs> he was probably like, peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. So this is why we refer to the story as, like, our almost threesome. Yeah. More was... or less in quarantine. <laughs> so, and also looking back, when you, after he left, I was like, Lola, like, what did you tell him? And then when you said... That a friend would come over, we were both like, yeah, okay, we see how yeah, that can I be perceived really, as a threesome invitation. It really sounded like I was inviting a third person for a threesome. So I put, I partially take responsibility for yeah. that. It was fucking hilarious. It was so, so funny. So, yeah. Yeah. And we've never seen him again. Never again. But he does text me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> also, the funny thing is that I remember he told us he had moved to Vienna like a month before and that's exactly when lockdown hit. Yeah. And then everyone was quarantined. So that's one of his first impressions from Vienna. 
from like dating in Vienna. And he's like, okay, it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he keeps trying actually. Really? Yeah. He told me that he moved to my area. Oh, <laughs> if I want to meet up again. That's good for him also because it was like midnight, I think, when he rolled out. And I remember I asked him, like, where do you live? And he lived not close. I think in a second. Yeah. But like, like with, far. Yeah. Like with public transportation, it would be fine. And maybe I don't listen. He probably is a very professional rollerblader. Yeah. But I was like, okay, damn. Like he's going <laughs> to, he's going to roll there. And the funny thing is, since then, I keep seeing so many people on rollerblades. I really think it was like a quarantine trend. I swear. No, I think it just came back. No, I think so no, many I think people... It's, I think it's huge now again. Because you could still go out and do sports. And I think so many people got rollerblades. But I think people still stick to it. I think it's still a thing now. Yeah, true. Uh, good times, good times. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little different episode of uh, story time. Story time of my therapist said we thought it might be fun to like switch it up a bit. Yes, and actually, if somebody else has a story that they think is funny, that would be something cool you could share with us too. Yeah, if there's anything you want to share with us, whether it's a question or a story, send them, and we can obviously it's really it's anonymous, and we will not say your name. Um. And we can, like, reflect on that. I'm sure we have something similar fucked that happened. Definitely. (laughs) Okay, so whenever you are listening to this, we hope you have a good day. And tune in next week. Thank you.